Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Do what you want with my body, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke. All right. And Pete. Hello. Fantastic. The fab four in your ears, ladies and gentlemen. Now then, uh, David Moyes. David Moyes. They want him out. Well, certainly the people flying the aeroplane do. The wrong one, Moyes out, was what the flyby banner said. If you could have chosen what the flyby banner would have said, Jim, what would you have gone for? Well, um, I think they've taken the wrong um, kind of... Tact, really. Um, mm. Obviously, they're just trying to get at Moyes. They should be trying to motivate the team. And obviously, United have got a lot of fans, so they can afford a whip round. So what I would have said on the plane was, next United player to score wins this plane. Mm. And they'll be looking up at that thing, I haven't got a plane. Love or it. if they have, you know, I could definitely use another plane. So that might motivate them to actually try a bit harder rather than getting on their backs. Mm, that would be a good idea, to make sure that they were focusing on something way up in the sky rather than on the <laughs> task in hand and the ball. <laughs> well, you know, they've got enough problems, so... Just throw another one in the mix, and that'll motivate them to overcome that as well. You'd want the banner to be detachable if you were going to have the plane, because it'd be a bit annoying. Otherwise. Yeah, it would float down, getting gradually more enticing as it reached the pitch. <laughs> it's not a glider. No. Um, is that your answer? That's my answer. OK. Self-evidently, that is his answer. Yeah. I've got empirical evidence to suggest that is his answer, because <laughs> I was sat here when he answered it. <laughs> Luke, what have you um, got? I've gone for a slightly different flavour. Yeah. Um... I've gone... I believe it said the wrong one, Moyes out. Yeah. I've gone for the wrong suit, Moyes out. Oh. Mm. Um, because he was wearing a suit against Aston Villa, and it was good enough to secure them the win, but they would have won by more goals. I think we all know this if he had the three-piece suit mm. on. Mm. That's just science, right? Yeah. I would have gone the wrong suit, David Moyes, and then, yeah. to, to really sort of emphasise the point, I'd have, I'd have put the whole of Old Trafford in darkness... Yeah. And on the big screens, <laughs> I'd have played the entirety of the wrong trousers with Wallace and Gromit, ah. but having David Moyes' face on Wallace. Right, OK. Uh, and Gromit can be Rooney. Because yeah. right? Rooney bows him out of the scrapes. Yeah. So Rooney can play Gromit. Did Pete write this for you? And, and, no, I haven't finished yet. And, and the penguin with the little uh, hat on to yeah. make him a chicken oh, yeah, yeah. would probably be um, Pellegrini. Yes, yeah. of course. No, it'd be Balotelli because he had one of those hats. Oh, yeah, could be oh, Balotelli. Yeah, very yeah, good. There you go. So, yeah, that's my one. Excellent. The wrong trousers, take, Gromit. <laughs> taking the question and sort of run with it. Mm. Yeah, I like to it. A, to a place where nobody wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was thought out. Yeah. So, uh, mm, excellent. Peter. Uh, my banner would simply say the gift of flight is a gift from our Lord and should not be taken in vain for crying out loud, how old are you? 
Yeah. Okay. It's longer, longer about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got you're gonna have to set up a lot earlier. I think for it would that get, to be seen. It would get caught in other uh, planes, um, mm. propellers. I think. Yeah. Or the, the paddy power message. That's, yeah. that that's went over. What was the paddy power? So I missed pa- this. Paddy completely. power put the odds of Alex Ferguson uh, rejoining next season <laughs> on a plane at, like moments after the Moyes one. I mean, come footprints, guys. No, nothing, is the, safe, nothing is safe from marketing these days. <laughs> and certainly not this show. Uh, <laughs> but if that banner did get caught up in another, in another play, uh, sort of plane's propellers, mm. it's not what you want. It's <laughs> definitely not what you want, no. I don't think either pilot would want that. No, no. But I didn't like the way that... I mean, because the thing is, I, I, I'm against that idea anyway, but I don't know how you guys feel about it, but if they had just done it and not pre-promoted it and put it on telly and had an interview with the pilot on ITV, for God's sake, and all this other stuff, yeah. it, it just seemed a little bit sort of more... even more cynical than yeah, otherwise. It just yeah, seems... Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's... I mean, I thought it was bad enough when there was that petition to stop Tom Cleverley playing for England. It's just, yeah. it's, it's pathetic. It's yeah. like live keyboard. But that wasn't Warriors United fans, was it? It's no, but it's the thing, same yeah, sort yeah. of thing, and yeah. it, it's just embarrassing. Like, it's <laughs> it's not going to have any bearing on what they're trying to change. Yeah. It's just people moaning, throwing their toys out of the pl- out of the pram. Mm. Do you really think? Like, do you honestly think the United board are going to sack David Moyes because of a plane? It just makes you look petulant, basically. It does. Yeah, yeah if they'd have told nobody and it had gone over and people would go, oh, what was that? Oh, you know. Because didn't Burnley fans do one for Blackburn, saying, like, keen in or something? They did, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Because that's actually quite witty. Because when I heard it was £800 to do it, I initially thought, oh, just use the money on something much more deserving, you know, give it to charity or whatever. You know, if you don't want to support the team, don't support the team. But mm. you're undermining everything. And actually, the vast majority of United fans supported Moyes, didn't they, on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. And all that other stuff. But I was going to say that, and I thought to myself, 800 quid, that's not that bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a whip round and get something, something good going well, on. Well, I there. thought the footballramble.com. That would be good. Maybe fly that. Mm, would be good. There was an American comic, I forget his name, who. Um, Start a Kickstarter to hire a skywriter to write How Do I Land Above LA. Did it happen? <laughs> uh, it did happen, yeah. There was also That's a guy in LA recently who didn't he try and propose to his girlfriend with a skywriter? Sheila Booth did a, some mental thing as well with a skywriter, yeah. didn't he? Did he? He's lost Dickhead. it. He's lost it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Daniel Close yeah. cartoon that he'd. Stolen. stole it, yeah, that's right. Wasn't it like an apology or something like that? Yeah, it was like, sorry. Well, he I, stole all of his apologies. Just pay him some money. On that, on that note, <laughs> Pete, maybe the people who hired it last week could do an apology this week. Maybe. Well, sorry for what sorry they did. Moy's in. Sorry. <laughs> Call it quick. Sorry about what happened. Yeah. I mean, we're grown men who paid for this. Again, too long. Mm. I'd probably just have Sven question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No need for the question mark. Exclamation mark. It would be brilliant if really, really rich people started using these planes sort of as Twitter during games. Yeah, so yeah. it's just constant. Yeah. It's endless flow of it above or, every match that's just, going on. Or like texting your mates. One bloke <laughs> in the crowd gets it. But you'd have to text them and go, oh, look outside. Yeah. I don't know, but once it would become established, you would just, if there was something up in the sky, you would be like, oh, is that thing he's trying to get in touch oh, with? Is oh, that, yeah. I mean, is that one for me? Or is that one for me? <laughs> I don't think I've got a doctor's appointment planned. <laughs> oh, he's, he's sacked me off again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent stuff. Uh, Luke's got the points, Wallace and Gromit mentioned. I think we all knew that. Yeah, I think, I think we did. Manchester United, they beat Aston Villa 4-1, though. They did. They did beat Aston Villa 4-1. Probably should chuck up a play with a banner every week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did the business. Oh, uh, banner with goals. On it or yeah, something. banners. Confusing. Yeah. Shame that. Get Bruce Banner. Well, I was going to say, say that don't get him. <laughs> yeah, not. He's a United fan. That's the last thing you yeah. want this season. Shame Bannon's not playing for Boston Villa. 
but, sort, um, sort of works. Yeah, <laughs> as near as damn it. Uh, yeah. Westwood with a lovely free kick. It was mm. a nice one, wasn't it? Yeah. I did think to myself, oh no, for, for Moyes' sake, they've got to turn this around. But they did. Mm. Rooney yeah. doubled the straight back on top. Oh, his, his header was brilliant. Just absolutely so, rooted to the spot. Just oh, It was so beautiful. accurate. So yeah. accurate. I mean, it's mm. the only place, I mean, on that side of the goal, it seemed to be the right, the only place he could put it to get it past the keeper and off the post. Mm. I actually think United deserve an awful lot of credit. Not all, not because just because it's been hard for them this season at home, and this is a season of huge transition for them, as we've said. But mm. to go to have that subtext beforehand, this narrative of this banner and the negativity supposedly around, and, and yeah. I'd like to reiterate that actually, the United fans were really supportive of Moyes on that day, of course, as they have been in in, in general. But for them to then go a goal behind quite early on, mm. show a lot, test of that, support. lot of character, I think, to, yeah. to go to go to go back and and, and and actually recall what was quite a handy win in the end. I don't think it was vintage United by any means, but it was it was a solid win, you know. On yeah. match of the day, there was a stat that said that Manchester United have never lost a Premier League home game in which they were led at half time. That's true, yeah. That is absolutely remarkable. In the Premier League era, that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it was all because it was um, it was Ferguson's um, record. Yeah, and, um, and now it's Moises' Now it's continued. Yeah. Didn't, no, it's got, didn't someone <laughs> score against the midweek uh, in the first? minute of play and that was the first City, time yeah. that's ever happened oh yeah, Jekyll. Jekyll. City, yeah. yeah. Um, it was the first time that's ever happened to Manchester United in the Premier League no one's ever scored in the first minute against wow. them wow well, there you go I didn't know creating that. new negative records all over the place <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but more positive one was Matter got his first goal for, yeah. for Manchester yeah. United not really a record more, that was of a, a, more of a stat that was an absolutely horrendous Sunday league scramble <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Matter it was almost like Matter was like hang on a minute I'm, I am world class yeah. I'm putting that I'm in I'm Juan Matter yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's uh, not the best of goals when you can relate to a situation yeah. that you've been in on the football pitch um, <laughs> Hernandez didn't look that, that happy to score did he no. he didn't did he it must be so bored of like, coming on with like Ten minutes to go by now, though. It's a state of modern football where I actually thought at the time, did he play for Villa? Is that why he's not? (laughs) 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 He's just angry. He is. Um, (laughs) Well, he must be a little bit. He's thinking... We need goals, and even even now under Moyes, I'm still a bit part player. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think he'll go and maybe move on? Oh, I think he's got to, isn't he, Hernandez? It yeah. doesn't seem like he's ever going to be considered yeah. a first team player there. Yeah, I mean he's 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 won the league with them. He's played in the Champions League final. You know, he's achieved a lot. He he certainly deserves to be leading the line for someone. He's yeah. way too good to be a bench warmer. You know, that's great for United. You got to have a player of that quality if you want to fight on so many fronts. But for Hernandez, you know, at his age, he's you know he's getting older as we all are. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just. I think it'd be a shame to leave, see him leave the Premier League, but he's been linked with Atletico quite a lot, and that would yeah. not surprise me at all. He'll, 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 he'll get his game midweek. <laughs> yeah. I can see yeah, him. Doing, right. I can see him doing it all sorts at a club where he actually plays consistently. Yeah, I mean, because he's got so much potential. I mean, when he when he first signed for United, I don't really think Ferguson thought at the time. Oh, he's going to go straight in the team. You remember, he hit the ground running so quickly. He got 20 he? goals in that first season. Yeah, right. He was, and, um, he was certainly not one for now. He's got a few this season. Obviously, he hasn't played an awful lot. I think he's only made like four three or four starts in total or something like that so. I love one for now he's, he's in better <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see the, the, the computer game company Game uh, said that you can go into any retailer yeah sorry um, you can go into any one of their shops uh, countrywide and swap a Manchester United season ticket for uh, a game most notably FIFA 14 how droll why it is a bit what's the point of that ridiculous isn't it yeah, like, yeah. companies now getting involved in like sticking the boot into them it's it's crazy. The whole world is trolling Man United. Mm. I saw um, I saw something quite funny on Twitter where um, a Man City fan had tweeted in response to a Man United fan saying, "Where were you when you were shit?" To a Man City fan, and he replied saying, "Certainly not flying banners over our home stadium." <laughs> 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 but um, in fairness to City fans, they always turned out in the numbers when they City did, were yeah, poor. No, so that is, you cannot like you throw that, about that Chelsea. accusation at them. You can't yeah. say it in City. Yeah. Three 0 at the Swamp. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Went, when they were kicking off, I thought it's it's been worse. Yeah, in, mm. and more recently, very yeah. recently as well. Yeah. But yes, I understand. I understand. Um, it's not so good for West Brom and Cardiff. Uh, oh, they, what a game! Oh, <laughs> they drew. They drew three all. But a point. I mean, for Cardiff, uh, you obviously were about to lose the game, so you register a point is better than none, of course. But for West Brom, it must be bitterly disappointing because that win would have just nudged them that mm. further bit away. It's ridiculous, though, isn't it? They're, they're, it's just getting absolutely ludicrous at West Brom. The way they're playing, they, they, I mean, they deserve to go down. There's just no fight there. <laughs> They've won one of their last ten, I think. And and Berahino did that thing that David Genoa did for France, which, yeah. which got him out in the uh, out in the, out in the wilderness for about basically for the rest of his career at yeah, national yeah. level, Berah giving the ball away and letting the team equalise yeah. like last minute. Um, it, it was I'd really like to big... say that there was still a lot to do after Berahino. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. But he should have just taken it into the corner. Yeah. It was it was <laughs> the injury time was pretty much already up. But um, that was such a big point for Carlo because if West mm. Brom had won that, yeah. Um, Cardiff would have been in real trouble. I think the gap would have been six points, and it was it's three now. Yeah. Um, obviously, Sunderland have got a couple of games in hand, but I mean that was such a huge point for them. And and it's funny because um, you really wonder how well Solskjaer's doing with the t- players he signed. I mean, I'm sure he signed a couple of Norwegian players who haven't really even featured. Mm. I mean, other games well, scored, scored the uh, equaliser was one of his signs, but there's two players he signed from I think from Molde. I don't think they've played. They might have played once or twice, and you just wonder. Well, hang on a minute. Why he signed them then? Yeah. Yeah. It was a. It's an unusual decision, isn't it? He obviously knows the Norwegian league is very different from the Premier League, so it's a bit of a punt to, to sign them immediately when you don't really know what you've got at your own disposal. It's almost like he just wanted players you. around him for the sake of it. Yeah, or maybe players he knew that would, yeah. you know, would, would help him bet in and yeah, make him feel comfortable in new surroundings. No, I, felt, I felt really sorry for uh, Buffoon who scored the goal to put the best one three to up because he so clearly thought he'd won <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to go down history now. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> dear, oh, what dear. about Malfitano with his oh, goal? Oh, what a goal. <laughs> what a goal. Jordan Much as well. It was a beautiful game for those. Did Much yeah. mean that one? I'd, oh, I don't know. Do you think Amal did? did? Yeah. It looked more like I he think, did. I think in that sort of pressure cooker of, of an atmosphere, I think any goal being scored is a, <laughs> yeah, a feat of human. <laughs> did he mean it? Oh, we don't give a damn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if, you, if, you treat, if you treat it in a sort of like philosophical way, really, every single goal is meant. You always The, the yeah. ambition is to score a goal. Mm. So ultimately, on some basic level, the, all the goals are meant. Because mm. that's, that's your target. Isn't if Amalfitano didn't mean that, I don't know what he did mean. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Amalfitano clearly meant that. I'm yeah. talking about much. Yeah, yeah. matches was probably a cross, a cross. one. Yeah, yeah. But Amalfitano is just one of the goals of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's such a good goal. What a goal it was. But yeah, it, it was a brilliant game. Um, at the Hawthorns and it's the ending as well like two goals so deep into injury I thought there'd be a pitch invasion <laughs> no I because thought it, was... it wasn't a winner oh come on <laughs> come on it's not a winner well, if they start by one point then you tell yeah. you what mm. they're going to go back and do well, a retrospective pitch well, yeah, invasion we're not then, far away from, then from they'll pitch, have invasion a pitch invasion season no, it's, it's going to start happening I think, I think we should officially announce it open <laughs> <laughs> hunting season open uh, pitch invasion season is officially open go for it get yeah. involved any stewards listening are like yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. The, the littlest victory yeah. is deemed worthy I just wouldn't I mean really being 1-0 up winning a throw in deep in opposition territory yeah. in the last minute get on the pitch yeah, if, yeah. if it's 0-0 and you, you edge the throw-ins in the last minute on the stats just pile in yeah and if Anyone's, if you, could just, you just imagine people sat in the stands. Why well, are you not getting involved? Oh, I, I used to support the Oppo when I was a kid. Sasha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, sort of said that if they hadn't scored uh, that goal, he wouldn't. They would have been definitely down, and he, they wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to um, get them up for the next match mm. and stuff like that. It's going well. It's that kind of behaviour that's meant right. you're in this position. Yeah, that's that's right. that is right. that is part of your job. Tim, Tim Sherwood, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the um, speaking of uh, whether that point could keep him up, and that was very. 
early to say, but Jonathan Pierce was in one for the Palace Chelsea game. Well, Every time Johnny Lewis Veroni made a save, the save that keeps him in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. Are you just left yet? I know. Well, there was some. There was some... Play seven games. Well, there were some big <laughs> results down there. Swansea beat Norwich three 0 which I think most people would have thought Swansea would just suddenly start thinking, "Hang on, we can play a bit. Let's get yeah. out of this nonsense." Well, they're not getting rid of guys. There's too many. No, lovely goal to Guzman links superbly with Bonnie. For, oh, it's a, for the second. a classic one too, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just yeah. beautiful. But it's so sharp and brilliant, cleverly sort of back heeled pass from Bonnie. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, and you mean cleverly as in yes. the adverb. Not in the player. Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused. No. <laughs> but, uh, because but, that would have gone sideways. Yeah. <laughs> but the surprise um, result down there was Crystal Palace uh, won Chelsea never. Absolutely. Course. I think, well, back to Swansea Norwich, though, I mm. get the impression that with the running that Norwich have got coming up and the way they played as well, that they've used all of the quality they need to stay up in that Teddy goal last week. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of it there. Concentrate. It's like a, a singularity of football. Yeah. 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 They haven't got a chance now. Yeah. They've blown it all. Well, they're, they're running, is, as we've said before, is ridiculously tough. And now I don't think they've put enough space between them. they're six points off relegation and all the teams below them pretty much they've got the hardest got, run in yeah. yeah but six points might be enough the way it's going yeah, yeah I mean yeah but you are you are, in, I mean you can't really I mean I don't disrespect well a bit of disrespect to Norwich because I'm about to slag them off but um, <laughs> I can't seem to get any points at their last four games no right. I can't mm. they're just not they're just not in the races mm. Pete John Terry scored a glull he did, I think. Oh, glow! Um, yeah, it was yeah. an oh, glow. Yeah. yeah, such an attacking header. <laughs> it's like he momentarily forgot what end he was at. It was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, no, it was brilliant. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, pretend he's been enjoy superb it. this season. He has. For that, well, that doesn't matter right now, Marcus. <laughs> he just gave the you know the criti- the critics just something to yeah. grab hold of. The little he's something. been spotless pretty much all season, off the field and on the field inexplicably. Yeah, that's so he uh, just needed to he just needed to do something just to give someone a bit of a smirk. A Spurs fan of mine. A Spurs fan of mine. And said that um, they were not going to watch um, the um, the Spurs game because he didn't you know, get back against Liverpool. He'd fallen out of love of football because of how bad and laughable Spurs are at the moment. And he said, and then I saw John Terry score an own goal and thought, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be tempted back into the fold. Set blatters on well, you hear? Easy. Uh, yes. Mother, cancel my cab. <laughs> I think I'll stay in front of the television this afternoon. <laughs> what about Liverpool 4, Spurs? No, Liverpool are going to win the league. They're mm. going to win the league. <laughs> and now you better believe them. Damn right. Mm. Kabul with well, another glow, I suppose. Yeah, uh, that, that was quite a classy glow. He couldn't, I, sort, he couldn't sort his feet out. It was, it was again, Sunday league. Yeah, sort yeah. His feet out. What about the way Liverpool, they, they played their way out of the trouble for the, for the third goal, I think it was. Flanagan with a lovely sort of fake yeah. and turn. Dropped I mean, the shoulder. Beardsley-esque it was. Yeah, Coutinho mm. broke forward. Just gorgeous stuff. Mm. Yeah, but the whole game, they were just playing that, that gorgeous stuff. It was, it was beautiful. Someone pointed out on Twitter um, that um, each, it, all of us have um, misunderstood that if Liverpool win the league this season... They'll, they'll be on 19 titles, which isn't as many as 20. Oh, All yeah. four of us have made that mistake. Oh, yeah. I think United have been so bad this season, we've taken one away from them. <laughs> which I think is fair. I, th- I think that's fair <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great well, goal. Wasn't that's it? why Ferguson, he needed to give a little bit of distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Sterling was superb, wasn't he? He's such yeah. a penetrative, t- penetrative force that, as we know, he can impregnate women that don't even exist. Yeah. But he was just, just <laughs> everywhere. It was yeah. super oh, He's just he's gorgeous. Starting for England, boys. Starting for England. The great thing about about Liverpool, I think. I mean, there's, there's many, many good things to admire about the football stuff at the moment. But is that they? they I was saying to Marcus on the way here. Actually, they're so tactically versatile. They can switch mm. between formations. You've got players like Allen, Sterling, 
and Coutinho are slightly different players in, mm. in, on their own merits, but they, they, they come in the team, they play in one formation, they come out, if they play in another formation, they switch over, they switch in between games, yeah. like in terms, in the, sorry, in the middle of games, they switch tactically as well. They're so good, dynamic going forward. They could have scored, I mean, I don't want to get, listen, we'll have a bit of, of a laugh at Tim Sherwood later on, but they, they, they could have won that game 8-0. Mm. They, should, like, they, they were so good Spurs, Spurs actually Spurs, had more attempts yeah they had more attempts like off target fair play but mm. I, what I liked about Liverpool is uh, if um, the opposing team's on at them and they have a couple of shots and stuff they just don't lose their heads and they just reset every yeah. single time because yeah. they know they've got enough up top mm. to score uh, 20 goals which yeah. is another a new number I've just <laughs> made up just then <laughs> Um, you know, it's just, it's just they, they don't panic. They just let, they, they don't mind, um, you know, inviting a little bit of pressure upon them because they're just so incredible on yeah. the break as well. Yeah. They're so determined as well. When, um, when Kabul scored his um, own goal, Sturridge was so determined that even after it had crossed the line, he sort of he was trying to score, sort of like <laughs> put, like making sure it hit the back of the net and was was definitely in. It was just they're so focused on just smashing it in the net. I think the positive, positive points for Liverpool fans, obviously, there's two main positive things. Which, which one, it's clearly in their hands now. They win the last six games, they've won the title. Secondly, is that they're winning games in different ways yeah. and they're winning yeah. different types of games that propose that pose different challenges. So you've got like home games against Sunderland that show expected to win which they could slip up and they come under pressure, they win. Mm. And they got a crazy mm. game against Cardiff where just goals are flying in everywhere, they still win. They've got games against big teams that psychology could be a problem that mm. would be a problem for a team like Arsenal like when they went to Old Trafford, they win. They, they just grind out wins in loads of different ways. And um, I think only three teams in the history of top flight football since it was formed have gone 14 games in a row winning and that's what Liverpool have got to do to win the title. And you wouldn't bet against it. It's essentially going to come down to some those... tough games, though. Yeah, the City game is. It yeah. could be like a cup final for the league. Uh, yeah, at home to City and at home to Chelsea, and and the, and the win the winner of those two games. Mm. Will well, City have the got top. their two games in hand, which is the you know the the great mystery of where this is going to go. It yeah, indeed. Doing that. Well, that was you know thing about like Mourinho just saying, "Oh, you know our title challenge is over." When they were sat on top of the league, I find it's that just very talking disingenuous. Nonsense. Yeah. Talking nonsense. Yeah. Especially because they do have to play Liverpool and Liverpool have to play Chelsea. It's just... Mm. Yeah, it's nonsense. <sighs> has, he, nonsense. has he broken his own mind with mind games? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he doesn't really understand how they work anymore. Pellegrini. Oh, that sounds like controversial bullshit. Let's say that. Pellegrini <laughs> said that um, the big managers... and the, uh, He may have used the word classy, I'm not sure, but he said the big managers at the big clubs don't need to uh, use mind games. Which in itself is a bit of a mind yeah. game, isn't it? <laughs> is it though? It's one of those things. It's like maybe if you are a big manager at a top club, everyone assumes everything you're saying is a mind yeah, well, game. There's no the way to not. It's a do mind it. game wrapped in a mind game, like when yeah. you have a bird inside a bird inside a bird for posh yeah, Christmas dinner. For Christmas, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I think it's got to the point <laughs> yeah. now where in the newspapers, anything uttered by a top manager is seen as a mind game. Mm. Yeah. Whatever you say, I mean. It's really difficult for them to, to sort of distinguish between mind games and not mind games in newspapers, chiefly because they've made up the concept. I've mm. heard that uh, you can exchange your Manchester United um, mind game season season ticket for a mind game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take one, please. Yeah, I think managers yeah. should just cut, start coming out to press conferences with with chessboards. Just yeah. not saying anything, just well, ma- making they, a move. Every time they're asked a question, yes. yeah, yeah, they make a different move every time <laughs> a question's asked. Um, and so, do you think you can get a win at the weekend? Pawn to D4. Exactly. <laughs> Check. <laughs> <laughs> that means yes. That's the sort of thing, actually, thinking about it, all joking aside, that is genuine the sort of thing Rafa Benitez would have done yeah. at Liverpool. I think Christian Gross <laughs> might have done it as well, yep. to start with. With a train mm. ticket. Yeah, that's was it. Was that him or was that Jack? No, that was, yeah, was him with yeah. the train ticket. Mm. So, on to Spurs, surely. Um, <laughs> well, I was about to say that Brendan Rodgers, he's handled himself very well in the media again. I really am um, enjoying yeah. Rodgers. Uh, very calm. It, that's the thing, he's very calm. You can just imagine that he's in charge of everything that's going on in, in the dressing room 
game, on, mm. in, obviously on the field and whatnot. And uh, when Sherwood said that uh, Liverpool will be under a lot of pressure, and he said, well, you know, I'm sure a club who spent £100 million on players who thought they could be challenging for the title will be under pressure as well. Mm. And, but he doesn't do it in a sneery way. He just does it in a water off a duck. In a likeable way. Yes. Yeah, I mean, but maybe that's why Liverpool seems so... Like relaxed in their play. I mean, basically they're just chilled out entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Sherwood said he sat in the stand the whole game because he didn't think he could affect the game. And it's like, well, <laughs> you're probably in the wrong job then. Like, yeah. a, like a self-imposed Pardew ban. Yeah, it's kind of like dugout yeah. ban. I mean, that mm. you're the manager. Yeah. You're really meant to affect things. Spurs played like a team in mid-table with nothing to play for. Yeah, it's really strange. They look like a team that's just absolutely safe and just just play, just seeing out the games. And it's it's bizarre. You can more on them coming team, teams later on. Yeah, exactly. yeah coming up. <laughs> Did you see what Gary Lineker tweeted? Soldado makes me realise I wasn't that shit. Yeah, Did but he tweet that? Yeah, but that's out of context. You've, you've missed half that out. Have I? He tweeted before that. Was that, a sing- that was a singular tweet. No, he tweeted before that saying, yeah. um, Lionel Messi makes me realise I was how shit I was. Yeah. And he tweeted that afterwards as like a joke. Did he delete both tweets though? Because I couldn't find them. After yeah, he, he did delete that Soldado right, okay. one right. after it got about thirty thousand retweets. Yeah. Right. Is, that's bolted, very yeah. harsh from Lineker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. yeah. No, 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 Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. But I, I was saying again to Marcus before we got it. Like, um, you could tell by Spurs' like um, body language in the tunnel before the game. No chance of winning. Yeah, no Graham Soonis was furious about that. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Just. Hoddle and Soonis were just tearing into them, but at half time and after the game about that, and I have the tongue was just sort of leaning back on the wall. They didn't look that. Their, bo- their body language the was so gilet, wasn't it? It was. It was yeah, like a human gilet. Yeah. Rumours of a punch. Body games. Rumours of a punch from Sherwood. Yeah, but not, I don't think that's true. Not no, substantiated. So. Yeah. Did you say body games? I did say body games. Yeah. <laughs> body games. Yeah. Body <laughs> warmer games. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> did Sherwood chuck his gilet from the stand? <laughs> he should have done. Yeah. Can't affect the games. Mm. Um, he should have chucked his uh, gilet from the stand into onto the pitch mm-hmm. with a goldfish in it, like uh, for Luca Brasi in the go- in the Godfather. <laughs> As like a threat, <laughs> like a really middle class threat. Yeah. If you don't like this, I might sub one of you. I'm not quite sure if I'm allowed to do that because I don't know if I can affect the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, he does know he can't affect the game. Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing about show is a bit of an, an enigma because um, he is really like salt of the earth, working class sort of, sort of guy who spits in the urinal. Do you know what I mean? That sort yeah. of guy. Mm, yeah. Sort of guy who'll call your girlfriend darling the first time he's met her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and kiss her on the cheek for yeah. way too long. Yeah, yeah. and we'll probably refer to. To her, to you, as your Doris. Yeah, but he wears a gilet, which is almost exclusively a sort of middle class pursuit, isn't it? So, what, what do we make of it? That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, it's a mystery. It, it, it is the big question. Um, <laughs> Debating all the hard hitting. I was at the, the Emirates for Arsenal versus Manchester City. It was one or thoroughly entertaining game. Much better from Arsenal, I thought. Cheap seats or not? They don't do them anymore, mate. Yeah, I, was say, <laughs> I would like yeah. to know specifically where you were sitting for that game. You know where I was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was sat sat above the Man City fans. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Literally or figuratively? Yeah. Salmon and beef before yeah. kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> Together, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I did it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Arsenal. Um, they dug in. They did dig in. They bloody dug in, Jim. And they OK, did. they didn't win the game, mm. but it was a psychological point. Absolutely. I think, though, it's frustrating that after the tough running we've had, um, waking up in the last 45 minutes of it is kind of seen as <laughs> digging in. We, sh- we should have dug in ages ago. Yeah. Um, and, it, again, Podolsky made a bit of a mistake that led to the opening goal, which, like, 
I mean, you know, everyone at Arsenal loves Podolski, but people are sort of questioning whether he's maybe kind of, uh, you know, just too casual in in Missed big a games. great chance. He, he did as well. I think it's almost as if in the bigger games he's not used to the pace of the Premier League. In the other games, he's fine, but it's it's, it's strange. Mm. I've I've not seen a player kind of kind of react like that uh, to, to the pace of the league before. But you know, it, it's a much better display. Obviously, it gives us a bit of. Um, Bit of a kind of kick up the arse in terms of the final running because we're now looking over our shoulders at Everton and we play them next. So yeah. again, that's another tough at test coming up. Well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I think the, the priorities of the season have changed dramatically in the last few weeks or so. Now it's win the cup and finish as strongly as you can. I don't think anyone's expecting Arsenal to win yeah, the league. A little bit of a shame, really. And um, uh, Flamini got the equaliser and he, he was did. brilliant. Through. I mean, he's, he's a brilliant player. He's great to watch in, in the flesh because you see what he actually oh, does. Mate, it's he hilarious. Charges well. around. And uh, you, I don't know if you were sat too far away, but often at the Emirates you can hear him. Yeah, oh yeah, area. he just is barking at nothing sometimes. Yeah. Like, they need that. I've noticed that before. Yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of energy in his performance. I've seen him play before, and I thought that. I, I, th- I would be a bit more cynical about Arsenal. I'd think that um, went a goal down fairly early on, and you just think, well, they they think that they've got nothing to lose now. They're expected to lose a game, so I just throw the shackles up and get on with it. And and if, if they could take that mentality into every game from the start, mm. where they could actually just back themselves. It's, I just that had been the case for a long time, though. But obviously, the, the you know the big defeats have rocked that, and it clearly takes a while to get over. I mean, the, the two all with Swansea was absolutely nightmarish. The, the you know last minute own goal from Flamini, mm. funnily enough. But does anyone do you not think? I mean, I might be getting this wrong. I'm sort of off the top of my head here. I've not got anything to back it up substantially. But I just can't remember the last time I saw Wenger getting involved in any sort of dust up. He just seems really meek now. But and I, I think his team are in his image. Mm. It's just meek, and, I they, and, and they need to really back themselves. <coughs> they go to Everton at the weekend. I wouldn't back them to win that. Not a chance. I know what you mean I, no, by that. I, I disagree. I think they'll, they'll go into that fighting for it. I, oh, well, so well, we'll see, won't we? Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. I do know what you mean there, Luke. I think that that's why it was... That, well, that, look, here we are talking about Flamini. Isn't it great he was shouting at his well, own exactly players? Yeah. And that tells you an awful lot. And, and Flamini has It's not Flamini alone in that, though. Mertesacker does that as well. Bakary sure. is an absolute but warrior Flamini hasn't, on the pitch. hasn't played. I bet Mertesacker's got a really weird voice. Yeah. <laughs> a really sort of deep voice, like um, Peter Cech. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, Peter Cech sounds a bit like um, a a Muppet. An old Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Ah, shouty noise, you old frog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the game. And uh, Arsenal fans seemed a lot happier uh, towards the end of the game. They were singing away and whatnot because Mm. of the display. And and as Luke said, they went 1-0 down, but they came back and it was... Oh, they deserve a lot of credit for expansion. They're a good team, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. 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 indeed. What about Southampton? 4-0 against Newcastle. Mm. The Saints were superb. It wasn't against Newcastle, though, was it? It was against the bodies of some Newcastle players. (laughs) It was some shirts, I think. (laughs) Some some replica shirts, some tramps had just got on the field somehow. Some meat training cones. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Rob Elliott, though, not the keeper. It's made some good saves. Well, he had a lot to do, didn't he, Marcus? (laughs) (laughs) I'll do what I can here. (laughs) All right? I'm doing my best. There could have been about 10-0 of their really Their their first guy was absolutely <laughs> scandalous. There should be some sort of fine system in place for that. <laughs> I, didn't, I think Newcastle registered a shot off or on target to like 57 minutes or something like that. It's just, it's just insanity. Mm, so bad. So bad. On the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Not even on the... I don't know what beach they're on. The Rio beach, maybe. They're on, yeah. <laughs> they've they've even, come off the beach. They're yeah. relaxing. When Padre, a, when Padre came into the stadium before the game and shook hands with Mike Ashley, he, he, they both looked like they had got to the bar of like a holiday complex and were waiting for the entertainment to come on. <laughs> like they, they just, yeah. There was absolutely no intensity or anything. It was just like, oh, I, oh how are you doing? All right, so you were at the swimming pool earlier, didn't I? Yeah, all right, yeah, drop it. That was it, you know. Should Rodriguez go to the World Cup, Pete? 
I think most of Southampton's front line should go to the World Cup, personally. Yeah, yeah I as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it. Some... Was, it was kind of heartening in that sort of sense. It was like, oh, well, yeah. oh, you know, nice to see a marauding England front line. Oh, that's yeah, right, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, st- I mean, there's still a, a little way to go. Um, but uh, I'd love to see Lalana in there in particular. Yeah, Lallana he'll, he'll, he'll go, he'll go, he'll go. Come on, Jim, get off the fence, mate. <laughs> Lambert? <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking why not? <laughs> <laughs> Get them all in there. Lambert is six Andy Carroll hat-tricks away from the World Cup. <laughs> if, if, if Carroll scores like a hat-trick in every single game in the last, yeah. last few games, whatever. He'll put himself in contention. I think the, the, the three of them deserve it. So I think Shaw will miss out, but I think the front yeah. three should go. I mean, to me, it I looks think like... Luke de Jong should go. Yeah. yeah. Is he, did he play at the week? I don't think he played. came on, didn't he? Yeah. Had a little dance around for a bit. <laughs> yeah. On the south coast, enjoying myself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cisco's still there. Yeah. And Albert Luque. <laughs> I'd take Albert Luque right now. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh. I was going to say, I think Luke Shaw might miss out, and I think it might be between Rodriguez and Welbeck, mm. which means he might... I, I would prefer to see Rodriguez go. But I think Welbeck maybe offers a bit more functionality. Yeah, and to be fair to Welbeck, he has done okay. Yeah. But Rodriguez is very versatile, though. He's played in a number of different positions this yeah, season. That's true. That is true. Um, uh, Ireland are not going to qualify for the World well, Cup. They haven't qualified for the World Cup. But, uh, but obviously Roy Keane and Martin O'Neill have got a little bit of a job on their hands coming to the next uh, qualifiers. Um, Roy Keane was on the same flight um, back to Cork from England as Stephen Ireland's nan. Yes, that nan. Mm. Um, <laughs> she died in 2007. No, no, she? she's still alive. All right. And she was talking to Roy Keane, asking um, Keane if her grandson would get a recall to the national team. I mean, that's just wonderful, isn't it? How, How that... do we know that happened? Hey, because well, Keane, Keane mentioned it. Did he, Keane, he... Was it? Oh, what, no, there were quotes. No, there were quotes oh, from Keane about it. Yeah. What did he say? Was he up for it or not? I he think went... he'd be the one human being in the world who wouldn't kind of just go along with it. And go, yeah, yeah, I reckon he could probably get back no. to the side. And here's no. why, no. <laughs> no, I, th- I think he was so startled to see what he probably thought was a ghost. <laughs> he was uh, he was like uh, well if he plays hard you know we'll see what, what's going to happen well, I mean, gets his Superman pants out again we'll see what happens <laughs> Jim what do you reckon uh, what sorry, about mate, dead people coming back to life <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all for it as is Jim I'm all for it I just don't I just, I'm just skeptical well Jim it's one of your favourite stories but you seem to be quite dumbfounded by it well I just I don't have much more to add yeah okay <laughs> that's it's fine. one of those stories that does tell itself yeah. Yeah. you don't need to add anything to it or take anything away from it okay um, it's Roy Keane and a previously thought dead man yeah that's for me that is ticks all the boxes for a story <laughs> let's go to the championship Burnley lost the big one against Leicester City at home 2-0 Jim 2 mm. bloody nil mm. um the, the different score and had no problem celebrating <laughs> against the former club. Because he's classy. And yes. he's, he's professional. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's unfortunate for Burnley because they, they, they didn't have Danny Ings. And they lost <clears> folks. And folks went early on, didn't yeah, they? It yeah, it was a bit of a shame. Yeah. It was a bit of a shame. But it does show you how sort of how good Leicester have been. They just looked a, a cut above Burnley, and Burnley have been fantastic this season. Even, you know, even missing those two front players, which is obviously a big hindrance to them. But they just, they're just loving it, aren't they? They're just absolutely marching to the Championship title. And Chris Woods. Chris ah, Wood. Chris Wood. Not Chris Wood's goal. Chris Wood's goal. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> but anyway, listen, and let's talk about the facts here. Yeah, the facts are twenty league goals for David Nugent this season. Yeah, yeah. And people mocked me. They used to mm. mock me. Mm. I used to walk down the street and go. People would just go, "Oh, David Nugent. Oh, look at him. He loves David Nugent." You're not laughing now, are you? Twenty no. league so goals in the summer when there's no more football. Does his nickname go from the difference to the facts? The fact. Yeah, I, I might change it. <laughs> I, I, given that I have bestowed upon myself the role of David Nugent's nicknames, that he mm. is. Un- aware of. Mm. He doesn't even know what his nickname is. I might change it up. The I Nugent's might... hype man you are. Yeah, I am. 
I mean, I mean next flavor. season I think will be a very different um, story in the in the Premier League. Yeah, probably goals. start off, probably start off back at the Nuge yeah. and see where he goes from there. I probably, I, I can imagine this time next season I'll be going. Yeah, but he's had his problems with injuries. I mean, he's not he's, he's not had the opportunity, you know. <laughs> he, he could do a job though in Premier League next season. I'd like to see him go to the World Cup. As a spectator, <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. BBC, with me, uh, with yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about Ipswich Town? They drew one over Nottingham Forest. Both teams are two points off a playoff spot, but Nottingham Forest they sacked Billy Davis, didn't they? Mm. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> that seems <laughs> to be everything coming out of the club. Yeah, apparently, apparently Derby fans call him Billy the Poison Dwarf. Oh, that's wow. Nice. Cool, isn't isn't you call him King Billy. They should be right? a big fan of him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But those are, a couple of managers have turned their job down since we last recorded. Uh, Stuart Pearce turned it down. Mm. I mean, and they're Warnock. going back in though. Aren't they to go, oh, go on, no. Oh, really? Pierce. Give it another go. How, you can play if you want. How dodgy must the, must the <laughs> setup be there? If Stuart Pierce, who's a Nottingham Forest legend, mm, doesn't yeah. want the job. You know, and he's not exactly sort of drowning in offers <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be polite to Stuart Pierce. You know, he's not exactly drowning in offers. So, I mean, it's, it must be a whiz. Neil Warnock's in it down as well. Neil Warnock's managed everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only needs that to complete the championship set. Mm. It's like, Neil, do you want to manage this football? Yes. Yeah, I already am. <laughs> and if I'm not, how come I am? <laughs> Nottingham Forest is the shiny, the shiny <laughs> left in his stick around for the championship club. Yeah, and I don't want anyone tweeting into all of us saying, oh, he hasn't managed my club, Leeds. He has. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't managed mine, Doncaster. He has. Yeah. Don't check it, but he has. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, uh, elsewhere, uh, the Johnston's Paint Trophy final happened. Yes, um, were you there as well, Mark? I was there again. Did you pay for that one or not? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Freebie speller over there. If you get invited, you get invited. Yeah. You know, if you've got um, friends with tickets, or benefits as I call them. Well, um, which are tickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Specifically. Uh, Chesterfield won Peterborough 3. Peterborough, eh? Sir Alex was there. Sarah, he right. was. He was. He was chuffed, wasn't he? Of course, he was. Yeah, for his son. Yeah. yeah. Asim Belonga, um he, he played well. He made it three-one uh, from the the penalty spot. Uh, they were down to ten men, the posh, but they just a, you know they're a division above. Of course, it's always very difficult for mm. Asim Belonga. I mean, the, the weight of um, I haven't seen as much as Peter as some, but the weight of the, how much they rely on Asim Belonga for goals. Yeah. I mean, he's got twenty-five odd league goals this season. Mm. The next person has scored about five, mm. <laughs> maybe a couple more. But like, but like they rely on him so much, and they showed it again that in what I saw from the Johnson's Pay Trophy final. Um, but ten men, I mean, it's a great result for them. Yeah, Darren yeah. Ferguson in Old Trafford in the summer. Tell, well, I tell you what, well. I'm surprised Ferguson didn't give him the nod. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you hear about? Um, I did. A, I did uh, my uh, spot on Nazan. This morning, mm. oh yeah, and love the, those guys. Yeah, good job. And uh, this morning, and and the presenter told me that he, he read a piece from someone saying that um, when Ferguson gave Moyes the job, apparently he rang him while he was out shopping. Said, "Come to my house." Mm. He's like, "All right, a bit odd. All right." Goes round there. He just gives him the job. Doesn't yeah, give him an opportunity. I read that to, same, doesn't same give him an opportunity to say no. Or yeah, anything. he said you're going to be the next Manchester United manager. Yeah, he was unhappy at Moyes because Moyes. Took out the, the backroom he, staff. The, yeah. yeah, changed the backroom mm. staff, and apparently Ferguson was upset. About yeah, but mm. he can fuck off, can't he? Because yeah. it's, that's, it's <laughs> his job now. Yeah. But didn't that cover Richard Keyes? Did it? Yeah. Oh, did it really? What, I think that's what I read. Richard Keyes is at some point confused being a football anchor man yeah. to being a former thinking, player, thinking and everyone expert. wants his opinion on football, which isn't <laughs> yeah. his job. 
Yeah. I think you do well to remember that as well, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, what about in the non-league? Salford FC. Salford FC. Subject to an FA approval, they've been taken over by Gary Neville, Paul Scholes and Ryan Giggs. Phil Neville and Nicky, but also involved. Of course they are. They're all uh, making financial commitments. They're, to like, a fo- they're like a football mm. boy band. Yeah, they're right. It's Robbie Savage just, just outside trying to get in. Guys, guys. Your, your money doesn't mean anything around here. Yeah. Um, but seriously, there's five of them. Does yeah. anyone not really think that they're a bit like when Take That reformed? <laughs> <laughs> they're just, you know, still, they're still, everyone's talking about them. They're still doing stuff. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah. It's all right, though. They're missing it? Robbie. Probably but, but dodging tax. Not in the dodge same tax. way. Yeah, but the Take That yeah. reunion. Tour. <laughs> that was excellent. What was that? Give him more credit for that. Well, I didn't hear. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking over. Do it again, Jim. He said they're missing Robbie, but not quite in the same way. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah they, um, Paul Skulls apparently turned down a coaching job at Manchester United, so there's rumours that he may manage this side. Yeah, Skulls, mm. Skulls apparently pops in and helps out with the under-21s at United on an ad hoc basis whenever he's asked, but he said he doesn't want to do anything more formal than that at the moment. Mm. He was really good the other week, the other night on... Um, as yeah, he was. Thing, on the, yeah. On the he was, yeah. This is all, meanwhile, David Beckham's unveiling his plans for Miami FC in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone solo and gone massive. He has, yeah. <laughs> he's well, cracked he's, America. Well, he's the Robbie Williams, isn't he? Yeah. Despite that excellent little Robbie Savage yeah. joke. Mm. And Robbie Savage is still, sadly, Robbie Savage. <laughs> Never forget where <laughs> you're coming from. <laughs> oh, the youth trophy of the go. How's the youth team? <laughs> Your impression's better. <laughs> um, it's Scottish Premiership time, ladies and gentlemen, and guess what? Celtic have won the league. Who's the only? What's the only game they've lost this season, Marcus, in the league, Scott, uh, Celtic? Oh, blind. 2-1 to the Dandy Don. That's right, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> in second Cali, place and yeah. flying. Yeah, they, they're currently on 85 points Celtic, comfortably ahead of second place Aberdeen on 59. Am I right in saying Hearts still aren't technically relegated? No. Well, uh, Hearts are, are going to go down. But they beat Hibs, didn't they? But in the mm. Edinburgh derby, the magnificent goggy boys uh, <laughs> didn't give Hibs the, uh, the delight satisfaction. Of, of satisfaction of putting them down. I do like the fact that we've talked about Salford FC before we <laughs> talked about Celtic <laughs> clinching the Premier League title. Scottish <laughs> football fans out there listening, it just goes to show you the contempt... <laughs> That Marcus Christopher Speller, <laughs> the man who Scottish sets football. up yeah. the running order, and grew up in Edinburgh, lived in Scotland, grew up in Edinburgh, no, no, no. turned his back on it. I like to, I like <laughs> to <laughs> go, trade it. As you know, I like to go country by country. Yeah. And if Salford FC is not in England, then I'm a Dutchman. <laughs> so he's not a Scotsman. <laughs> uh, so there's the Scottish Premiership uh, for another year. A comprehensive round. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yes, indeedy. <laughs> no, well, well done to Celtic, but I mean, you know, hearts are. Uh, have been relegation fodder for many a week, do month you, now. Celtic have. have do you feel it. Celtic miss Rangers? Is that putting it too. Is that going a little bit too far? Because it's going to get to that point, surely, fairly soon. Yeah, I, I would have I would have thought so, that, that they would miss the big games, you know? Mm. Um, but I, I don't know, really. I haven't chatted to many Celtic fans. But I know what you mean, Jim. It might help them in the Champions League or something. I don't know. Yeah, got no opinion either way. <laughs> <laughs> Such is the contempt I have for well, the Scottish Premier League. <laughs> Rangers will probably, well, not probably, almost definitely be playing uh, Hearts next season in in the league below. So uh, they'll be looking to come up and challenge Celtic's crown because I'd imagine Celtic will win it again next year. Mm. Well, with course, Hearts out of the picture, mate. Y- y- yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I'm predicting a Don's title push next. Do you year. think? Yeah, <laughs> big time. They've released. They've lifted the trophy this season. Now I've got a taste for it. There you go. What about La Liga, the, the Scotland, uh, the Scottish Premiership of the South? Um, now, it's last, all changed up in a week, hasn't it? Hasn't mm. it just? Last week's midweek games saw Atleti and Barca win and Madrid lose. So in a, in a handful of days, Atleti went from three points behind Madrid, I think it was, to three points in front because they beat Atle- Athletic Bilbao two on away 
on the weekend. Yeah. A very they crucial went one step. down as well. They did. It was a big result um, for Atleta. And Barcelona beat Espanyol away in the Barcelona derby. And if there was a weekend when Madrid might have clawed back a little bit of, uh, a little bit of distance, a, little bit of, a few points, if you will, um, it would have been that weekend, you would have argued. I saw the mm. Bilbao uh, Atletico game and it was excellent. Atletico Madrid really ground it out. Um, Diego Costa was excellent. Um, Munir Ainsi got a great goal for yeah, Bilbao, and um, Costa was all over the place. Could have, should have had a penalty, um, but they managed to squeeze it, it out. And seemed really as encouraging. if Bilbao were playing a very high line. Atletico just kept getting in behind, and they were just patient, and it worked. But they're all just terrified of Simeone, wouldn't you be? Like mm. when, the, when, the, <laughs> when the player gets subbed off, he, just, he doesn't want to go anywhere near him. <laughs> Terrifying man. Why are you subbing me off? Is it tactical? Tell me it's tactical, <laughs> yeah. not personal. Please don't let this be personal <laughs> again. But it wouldn't even be asking. It would be asking the coach to. Him. Yeah, that's don't right. tar me and feather me <laughs> again. <laughs> just ask him if he still likes me. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. That, I mean, Barcelona play Atletico Madrid in the Champions League, mm. I think it's this week. Um, but that last game against Barcelona at the new Camp for Atletico. Let's, let's hope it's, it's between those two, because that would be absolutely glorious. Uh, Bale scored a double. He did. He also did a really brilliant thing. It's very rare that you see a, a sort of top level player do this, where he was one on one with the goalkeeper and he kicked his own heel. Yeah, it's brilliant. And fell over. <laughs> and, and there was talk. The commentator tried to spare his blushes by touting a penalty. We're like, yeah. no way. Was <laughs> <that a penalty." laughs> he was on about eighty yards or something stupid. For yeah, it was brilliant. Second, yeah. He's such an athlete. And and the way that he finished it, I just thought. Oh, the keeper could have. I, I knew where that was going. <laughs> 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 and he, he wasn't even. He wasn't even in the day. I was like, I know where that's getting put. Yeah, but maybe the keeper saw that. Uh, was it Lucas Moura <laughs> chance for PSG? Oh yeah, when he ran and he thought, ah. Oh, He's come this far. <laughs> I'd be a real dick if I yeah. saved. Where's Rod Fanny? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they were already three up or whatever it was. So well, they've, got, they've got like an anti-football um, group, haven't they? Rod Fanny, uh, Ron Shawcross, who tried to stop this Latin goal. Mm. Uh, <laughs> just they hate anything uh, aesthetically pleasing mm. about football, and they, they band together and they meet uh, once a month. The shitheads club. Um, yeah, and they, <laughs> they meet in uh, at FIFA's headquarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chat Warner's the chairman. Mm. Everybody trying to destroy football. Yeah. in that setting, mm. you could argue. Mm. Ooh, satire. Now let's go to satire. Nice, Jim. Not relevant. He wasn't involved, we'll but we'll use it take at it some like. point. I just want to put it out there, yeah. <laughs> Pete. If you can cut that out, and just have it as a sound clip for when it becomes relevant. Yeah, it's latire. Latire. Right, okay. Yeah. Lovely old job. Let's go to South America and to Diego Corner. Diego Uh-oh. Corner. Yeah, here we go. Um, strap yourselves in. The Argentinian FA has played dirty tricks on me. <laughs> He's still I mean, it's presumably this is just for no reason. Still going on about it. Nowhere. Still hasn't called a over press it. conference in, in front of his fucking house or something. Yeah. <laughs> I should have also... Not with the air gun this time. <laughs> <laughs> I should have also been the Argentina coach at the 2014 World Cup. Mm. <laughs> but the current leaders of the association understand as much about football as Pakistan does. <sighs> I like the Whoa. idea of him calling a press conference outside his house, no one turning up and him complaining, and the press being like, well, last time you had a gun. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what to expect anymore. You've got to win our trust back. That, yeah, but that would be a very strange press conference where it's the press who have the bulletproof glass in front <laughs> yeah, of them, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Does anyone want to ask me a question? No. Yeah. If anything, the, the bulletproof glass would encourage him more <laughs> when it came to shooting. Yeah, that'd be fine anyway. Does anybody want to ask me a question? A forest of had you up bearing in mind I've told you that I've not got my gun with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why is he having got Pakistan? Uh, well, this is a strange one, but he did say, to clarify, there are certainly many good things in Pakistan, but I have never seen them play a World Cup final. I say, the current association leaders in Argentina are the same as Pakistan. Leave them out of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are certainly many good things in Pakistan. They are the 44th largest nominal GDP. So. Yeah. 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 I would, if anything, I would have thought Maradona would have gone, like, compared them to Pele. 
Yeah. There are certainly yeah. many good things in Pele, <laughs> but I've never seen. Oh yeah, it's done. Yeah, he was at Old Trafford for Liverpool's win. Or was Old Del? Yeah, did he just try and just, didn't he just decide that he wanted to go into the dressing room? <laughs> and everyone was like, "Well, you can't do that. It's a game on." <laughs> well, it was after the match, and uh, there was obviously the, the press and the cameras all in the um, the players' tunnel and whatnot. And he was like, oh, "I'm going to go to the dressing room," and the security were like, "No, you're not." But I want to speak to Luis Suarez. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. yeah, there's a few thousand other people who would like to have yeah. a word with him. But no, um, he's also said that he'd like to shadow Pep Guardiola for a week, seeing how he runs the training sessions. What I mean, a, I'd like to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a shadow. <laughs> yeah. It's like an eclipse. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a little bit of advice for Guardiola. He said that Bayern should sign Messi because that would make them unstoppable. It's insightful, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, someone's been playing football manager. <laughs> yeah. So just a little recap of yeah. things we've learnt there. Uh, Argentina are the same as Pakistan <laughs> or something like that. You're not allowed to march your way into a Premier League dressing room and... Guardiola should sit up and take yeah. note of Lionel Messi because he's a player. Yeah. But I like the way he Diego... might not have noticed him before. <laughs> yeah. I love it if Diego went to Pep Guardiola and was like, "Look, you need to sign Messi," and Guardiola going, "Oh, you told me he wasn't as good as you." <laughs> no, I was making a different point. I was making a different point there, <laughs> and I maintain that. But I was making a different <laughs> point mm. elsewhere in Argentina. The Super El Clasico, Boca one, River two. But the, the the best thing from that game was Raquel May. Mm. Why Roma Raquel with a gl- delightful free kick? Yeah, Creaky old one. Raquel May. He'll be still doing that. He can still take those free kicks like that when he's fifty. That's right. Mm. Yeah, and he probably still will be. For River one, didn't they? In the Bombonera, first time in ten years or something. Right. Yeah. I wanted to um, say something to you guys. What I found quite interesting is that um, I watched. Some of the um, the highlights of that game, and mm. the highlights was um, a bit of coverage of the halftime pundits. Mm. Obviously, it was in Spanish, so I can't understand it. But it had a timer in the corner, like counting from zero, oh, yeah. counting up. And I was thinking, that's a bit weird. And then I did a little bit more research around it. And uh, I think I've read something that uh, Rupert Fryer or Jonathan Wilson said, who both know a lot more than that, about that than me. And they said that what, what actually happened was it was getting to the point where Argentinian teams was taking the piss at half time. And apparently, one of the big Argentinian sides in their league game bunch took 27 <laughs> minutes for half time. So they started timing it now. Brilliant. So everyone could keep an eye on how long the half time was going to be because it was wow. just getting ridiculous. Like, if the players were gov- knackered or whatever, they were just taking loads more time. Can't well, the governing body said, Stop this. Well, then I, then well I ca- the governing body are playing dirty tricks on everybody. <laughs> then, I, so. then, I carried on, yeah, then I carried on reading about it. And I, I, I heard a couple of rumours that uh, Mourinho has been pulled up a few times for doing it with his team. Right, yeah, no, that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You, well, when I went, I expected Time game. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. There you go. There's your payoff for listening. You made that sound like it was a whole lead-up just for that game. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> On next week's show. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I, I, it's just remarkable, isn't it? But when I went to, when I was out there a number of years ago and saw Boca play, the game kicked off like two or three minutes late. Not bothered. Nobody seemed it. No. It's all right, isn't no. it? Who cares? <laughs> Should we wait for everyone to get yeah. it? <laughs> Start the game yeah. and they'll come out when they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just absolutely outrageous, isn't it? <laughs> oh my! What do they goodness. do if there's like, like a big disaster and they do like a kind of a, a minute silence or a, or, a, or a few minutes kind of they start the thing? Like, well, we've only taken ten minutes. Yeah. Just we've done it. Just we've done it already. Just I, just, them. I just think it doesn't matter, does it, Pete? What is an extra minute? Yeah. What is an extra minute when you get to those kind of realms? Uh, let's go to Brazil. Ronaldinho. He celebrated his 34th birthday on the weekend, and he was told at the same time that he um, wouldn't be required for World Cup duty. I bet he got battered to both commiserate and in a way celebrate the fact that he's got the summer off. Mm. But he's probably just like, I'm having a great time here anyway. Mm. <laughs> I'll probably still go. I'll probably yeah. still go. I won't remember this in the morning, so can you <laughs> ring me again? I'll be in the stands and I'll have my boots. <laughs> yeah. I like to think Scalari just jumped out of a cake and told him that, you're not going! <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Reeves. <laughs> Mostly because you keep imprisoning me in cakes. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, you won't be in the squad. What? I said, happy birthday, many happy returns. Actually, I'm not sure if his birthday was on the weekend, it was, it was certainly recent, but yeah, he was told uh, at the same well, time. It There's might not even be his birthday. 
birthday anytime soon. He's just celebrating that he has a birthday. Yeah. So Ronaldinho wasn't actually in the last World Cup, was he? No, he wasn't. He's last. And he's match. only thirty-four now. Well, his last World Cup match um, was in two thousand and six, and that was when he was twenty-six years old. Seems like such a two-time FIFA World Player of the such Year. Such a household name as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It is a shame. Two thousand and six. The same but, year that you know this is a country that produces so many good players. Of course, that, you know, yeah. That's, that's going to happen more often. Very true. So, two thousand six was the same year that um, Gigantes do Norte were formed. Giants of the North. Who were they? I hear you shout. Well. Um, they are Brazil's top dwarf team. Brazil's top dwarf team. Their smallest player is three foot three inches tall, and they were formed to challenge people's perceptions and combat size prejudice. So a very worthy cause, I think you'll find. Um, they play on full-size pitches have, with regular-sized goals and use against regular-sized teams, and their top attendance so far is 30,000. Wow. Wow. That is extraordinary. Two to a seat. <laughs> there's, the, there's the first one. <laughs> You've had your you one. You one. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it really is remarkable. I saw this Read story. the next bit. No. Read I, the next bit now, no. just to, to show how much of a mockery this is as a new story. For defensive walls and free kicks, a few of them will go on each other's shoulders. Fuck off, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Not having this. Get out. That's nonsense. You've undermined it. Have you not? I sent you the boys the link. You've undermined it. <laughs> I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Even if, even yeah. if it said, can is that allowed? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you allowed to do that in football in general? Like, I don't know. I suppose you probably are actually. Yeah. yeah. I've never thought of it. I think they, they should have done that for Janino. Yeah. I think they have a regular sized goalkeeper. Every single time a Honestly, pedant on get... Twitter asks me about the laws of the game, I read them, and I've never read anything about heads on, <laughs> on each of his shoulders. And stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. How do you have time for a job? Yeah. Well, that's what my boss said to me about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, have a look at this, um, ladies and gentlemen, because it is um, uh, Gigantes do Nothing is their name. Um, and uh, they, they end it on an uplifting note. That, well, no, I will do, but, this, but this is a serious well, point. Well, that's actually. an uplifting note, isn't hey. it? <laughs> hey. um, but it is, it, this team were formed to challenge people's prejudices against, um, against Wolves because they, they're having a bit of a torrid time, it would appear. And the, the guy said, um, I like, I like the, the, the first part of the quote where he said, we just give the crowd what they want, we keep Possession of the ball and score goals. They'd have to keep the possession, wouldn't you? Wouldn't manage the long ball would work very well for them. No. Keep, keep it on the deck. Uh, but he went on to say, my life has changed because at one point I was struggling to deal with the prejudice in the streets. Now, wherever I go, I get compliments. Wonderful compliments. Oh, that's oh. lovely stuff, decent, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and that's Zlatire. Yeah. Is it? Is this still not relevant? <laughs> no, I don't know. Not, yeah. no. Oh, before, he, before we leave Brazil... He's got it recorded, he'll put it in when it's relevant. Before we leave Brazil, Kaká. I mean, he's not in Brazil now, but uh, he's Brazilian. Go with it. He scored a brace for Milan, recently announced he'd like to play in the MLS. I think he's going to miss out on Brazil. The yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a torrid time at the moment. Dear, oh dear. Time, time for Pete's game. Are oh, you ready now, are you, Pete? Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah? <laughs> Have you just ready. locked out five minutes of the show for you to get ready? <laughs> don't be <laughs> getting away with that. Yeah, oh, you got to cry, I'm thirsty. thirsty. Oh, I'm gonna need, sorry, guys. I'm going to need to cut I've just that. got to source the show. Let's get back in front of the curtain, eh? Yeah. I can't find my baby's ball because I'm a <laughs> baby crybaby. Pete, right. we're on. Mike Holmes, thank you for your uh, title. <laughs> <laughs> You've had so much time to prepare. Thank you for your title and indeed your uh, questions. Uh, have I got news for Hugo Ekiog? Yeah. Nice. Like <laughs> nice. it. Like... I just like a mention of Hugo Ekiog, so I'll give him a passport. Yeah, yeah, fair dues. I miss Enjoy. that guy. Um, I was born in Paris on the 1st of March, 1980. Ooh. Bastille Day, it's not. No. <laughs> I, like the, I like the mention of it, though. Uh, I grew up with five brothers and five sisters. Oh, you'll get it from that, surely. Stop. <laughs> Gibril Cissé? <laughs> no. Although he is around that age, is a good guess. Well done, Jimmo. Well done. Well, I was um, wrong, so... Incorrect guess. I made 112 uh, Premier League appearances for four different clubs between 2000 and 2009. Stop. 
No. Stop. <laughs> Nicholas and Ilk. No, he's had more appearances. Well. Silly. Silly boy. Carry on. <laughs> in 2006, I signed for Charlton Athletic for two million and then was sent off on my debut. I only remained at the club for half a season. Mm. Mm. Saucy. Saucy song. Saucy song. Saucy song. Is that French for sausage? Yes. Stop. Mary. Steed Malbronk. No. He didn't play for Charlton, did he? No, I just. Yeah. You know this game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners do. I've never played Have I Got News for Hugo Ekyo before, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you're talking about, Jim Weirdo. <laughs> I'm currently playing in the MLS where I scored my only ever career goal. Ooh. How interesting. Career League goal. Did I say Career League goal? He did, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I played alongside Oberfemi Martins and Clint Dempsey against Toronto FC recently when Jermaine DeForce claimed the headlines by scoring on his debut. Oh, what? I don't know who this is. I literally don't oh. know who it is. Give us an easier clue, will you? Neil Mellor once said this about me. Jimbo is the last Stop. person you want... Jimmy Traore. Jimmy Traore. Yeah, well done. Uh, well done. I mostly got it because you said most of his name. Jimbo <laughs> is the last person... No, I didn't say it. Neil Mellor said it. Jimbo, <laughs> Jimbo is the last person you want marking you in training. He's got the longest legs in football and is a great tackler. Oh, nice. Ten caps, one goal for Marley. Ringing endorsement for Regularly her. featuring online polls of the top 11 worst players to have won the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> but the oper- I love the idea of that, because the internet culture around that is like quite mocking, but the key yeah. operative part of that sentence is Champions, Champions League, yeah, yeah, yeah. which you will never win. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't even come close to it. Nice yeah. mention of Neil Mellon. nor will I. Yeah, love there it. Well, Neil Mellon pops up on Soccer Saturday all, t- all the time now. Right. Yeah, yeah very... Um, how would I say a Coltard-esque jawline right. very strong oh, jaw we yeah. remember that lovely goal against Arsenal of course we do that was a great goal yeah. he was, was highly rated he was tipped for the very top wasn't he Neil Miller mm-hmm. uh, let's have some correspondence oh yeah that's me isn't it yes. uh, I've got it all prepared here guys uh-huh. so well it's, done guys it's all ready get on with um, it it's a cop in person congratulations I'm sure your parents are really proud Luke <laughs> they're not they tell me all the time question <laughs> of the week is how would you explain Spurs manager Tim Sherwood to someone that isn't into football <laughs> <laughs> so interpret that how you like yeah. uh, um, pretty straight one to start with from Chris Moore, a PE teacher doing a headmaster's job. I like that. That's quite accurate. Like that. yeah, yeah. yeah, that's very good. Um, Oliver Moss chips in with, um, I would probably start by saying, do you remember some mothers do have them? <laughs> <laughs> some people may not get um, that. But, uh, Disco, good... Disco77 on the Twitter. Essentially, the whole Del Boy leans and falls through the bar scene from start to finish. Generally, <laughs> <laughs> he was quite highly rated the first couple of matches that he showed. Sure uh, yeah. mm, not by this show. No. I uh, thought it was okay. Um, what else we got here? George says, a Cockney Daniel Craig. <laughs> what? Which is probably giving a bit too much service. Mm. I yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I can see where he's going with it, though. Uh, I like this one. Um, a hooligan Nigel Havers. Better. <laughs> By Steve Lewis. Mm. Um, I like that one a lot. Steve Pearce says, like Tracy Emmons art, you assume there must be a hidden depth, but ultimately some shit in a bin would do just as good a job. <laughs> oh, dear. Very hard. Stinging. Very hard. Wow. Um, Jamie Bolland on the Facebook, like an angry wasp trapped inside the gilet of failure. <laughs> and I think I'll end with this one, which for me is the most accurate of the lot. Uh, from Daniel Smith, he says, your mum's first new boyfriend after getting divorced. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Those are excellent. Wow. Yeah. Really, really strong this week. That's why you end the show on that, because what other people could contribute is much stronger than what we can contribute Absolutely. ourselves that's but we still get the credit and before they realise that's the beauty of it uh, um, uh, and that's it ladies and gentlemen if you want to get in touch the email address is shoutthefootballramble.com the twitter is at footballramble and the email address is thefootballramble.com yeah, we should tell people about the Football Ramble Live, mm. which we've announced on Twitter last week. Now, if you're not on Twitter or Facebook or anything, Unluck, you, sorry. You, you won't have seen this, um, and it's already sold out. So Yeah, that was our big that. announcement. Sorry about that. <laughs> we, we've trailed it last week. That'll teach us. we released it Amazing. Already. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, we'll try and do some more, but um, it's at the Arcona Theatre on the 3rd of June in East London. But don't come yeah. unless you've got a ticket. Yeah, but yeah, the, people who've got the tickets know this already. They do. Yeah, yeah it's important to say an announcement, but I feel like I, something would be remiss. Well, yeah, well, we but promised an announcement. The, but the and great we're just thing giving is, them a really disappointing one. The unless thing, they hate us. In the, which case, why have you listened for so long? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with him, though. I've also got a plug. Um, it, uh, next month it's my Aunt Molly's your my great Auntie Molly's 80th birthday party right. okay. Auntie Molly uh, sounds uh, like a euphemism for drugs and it's not in this, in this instance uh, <laughs> sounds like an offshore bank and account and Leon Sight Community Centre and uh, my cousin Amanda who is Stevie Nicks in the Fleetwood Mac tribute band is performing so ah. get yourself down there if you're invited what's the name of the, f- what's the, name of the band um, I think they're called Tango in the Night lovely yeah there's, yeah. A, there's a Fleetwood what? Mac tri- tribute band called Fleetwood Back who oh, opened really? the festival last year. Yeah, mm. Not in my family, there isn't. There's only one. There's no, there's no warring Fleetwood Mac tribute band So how, how many Stevie Nicks tributes have you got in your family? <laughs> <laughs> Text in. One. I've missed Jim's plugs. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that really did come out of not even left field, but the field next to left field. Guys, it's what I do. <laughs> what bitterness. Yeah. Yeah. Normally <laughs> you do it when the mics are off, yeah, though, which is the preferred setup. Um, I, li- I like the, the next announcement, though, for live shows will start with back f- due to overwhelming popular demand. <laughs> Trick is to book the smallest venue you can. Sounds up <laughs> yeah. well quick. Yeah, exactly. It's a phone box. Uh-huh. With I a don't so- know how we're going to get with in. With a sofa. It's a, t- it's a sofa, yeah. We should <laughs> not have sold a thousand tickets. Still, t- still 200 people that are going to be sorely disappointed by the end mm, of it. I mean, I'm sorry if you didn't I mean, buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we are already spent. I think you underestimate how long beach. these recording sessions are. <laughs> Pete, you better prepare your game in advance that time. <laughs> But that wouldn't really be in the spirit of the show, would no. it? That's true, actually, yeah. Just wing it, Pete. Don't change it. it. Um, any uh, Absolute Radio gubbins? Yeah, Absolute Radio gubbins. We've got uh, more Barclays Friday commentary from uh, Old Trafford. It's going to be Manchester United. No, it's not Old Trafford. It's St. Joseph's Park. <laughs> Newcastle versus Manchester yeah. United will be the uh, live Barclays Premier League commentary match on Absolute Radio, 12.15am, and online at absoluteradio.co.uk. Derby of the fuck-ups. Betfair. The Betfair today. Betfair.com forward slash football ramble is where you go um, to open up a bet for account and you'll get a match bet up to fifty pounds and you'll also huge. be helping the show out as well. So please do that if you're if you're of the gambling persuasion. Mm. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Luke. Oh goodbye. One final thing. Uh, Portsmouth actually won away against not not no Newport one cares. County. No one and cares. they may not get relegated at the football league, so wow. we should probably mark that in some way. <laughs> Pete. Look it out for love <laughs> And I will. Goodbye. Zlatire. <laughs> This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.